Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Wednesday the 9th of February. Charles Firth is still not here. here Gabby I'm Bolt him. is here. That's me. That's me. I'm Charles. Alex Avulovich is here and Hello. I'm Dom Knight. That was Gabby. What's the big news story we want to start the show with? What's the... What's the fact that's happening in the world that we want to smash our listeners with this morning? There's um, there's a new DJ in the world of DJs. God, we've got so many. Oh. That's when I thought Flume was at his peak. Yeah, yeah. I, I basically thought that COVID had pretty much killed the whole of DJing. And I was sort of celebrating well, that fact. Well, you tell me that's brought, not true. COVID brought some DJing to life because while a certain someone was isolating at Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he was... Learning how to spin some decks. What, at like DJ school in Mar-a-Lago? Or of like course. What, what? Florida. Which member of the family? I'm thinking, I can imagine Eric getting up there and just being mm. like, I'm going to play some tunes. I reckon it was somebody a bit more current. I reckon it was like Kim Kardashian or something. She's like <laughs> double law degree and DJ. No, who was it? Donald Trump. What? The DJ Don. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. He's He's been DJing apparently. The 45th president of the United no. States of America is a DJ now? Yeah, yeah. And I I mean, like, there's not a whole lot of information on it, though. Like, we don't know what what he's playing, (laughs) like, what his style of music is. Wait, sorry. So, hold on. Just, you're not fucking with me. No, no. These... This just seems like a classic Alexa. This isn't some prank. complicated setup to a joke about how yeah. he's no, like no, stealing just, tunes or something or that's just stealing a, that's just beats. A man with a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing hey, more. Nothing how else. do you go from but, war criminal to DJ? That's my question. But there wasn't a whole lot of information on these sets. They're all very secret. It's a very exclusive club there at mm. Mar-a-Lago. So I took it upon myself to kind of work out potentially what he could be playing. You know, because I really want to know. And yeah. he's done interviews in the past. He's obviously a big public figure. And he's let it slip what his favourite songs are. Oh, of course. There are some weird artists out there. He's um, So once he said that his favourite artist was Neil Young. Um, oh. He said, I've listened to his music for years. His voice is perfect and haunting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, hilarious because he's like the hydrochloroquine president. That's crazy. <laughs> it's also like now you've got to wonder whether he has Apple Music or Spotify. Mm. <laughs> Because, like, Neil Young's taking all his music off Spotify. So that means, like, Trump has to align with either Joe Rogan or Neil Young. Oh, that's so hard. That'd be a tough call for him. Old man, take a look at your life. You've tried to destroy American democracy. I mean, that kind of fits. He's a lot like you. Yeah, like... But he's he's pretty masochistic in the sense that, like, he also... One of his favourite musicians is Eminem, who also hates him. Oh, presumably he likes Eminem's song, Criminal. (laughs) I think it'd be Love the Way You Lie. Mm. Well, it wouldn't be Slim Shady, because Donald Trump is in no way slim. Maybe it would be Slim Shady, you know? Don't you reckon? Don't you? Can't you just see Donald Trump getting up every day and just do 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 I can hear it. Oh, I'm very sl- shady. Yes, I'm totally shady. The other shadies are just imitate. Yeah, it kind of fits. Yeah, yeah. It's his whole character. But the worst, like the thing is, all the songs that he likes are ones that don't fit. So, so he was in an interview and I asked him what the best song of all time was. Oh no. And I fucking I love this song so much. It's um, is that all there is by Peggy Lee? Isn't that what Stormy Daniels said during her <laughs> encounter? Sorry. Let's actually just leave it as let's leave it as Stormy Daniels. On today's show, we're going to be taking a look at the Queen's Jubilee. It's been 70 years since she became Queen. God. And Alex, so it just says super yachts here. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I mean, do get me started. <laughs> It's we exciting. will. We will get you started after this with Rekadeo Namuno in the Chaser Newsroom. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Scott Morrison has taken time out of his busy schedule of burning ants with a magnifying glass to deny allegations by colleagues that he is a psychopath, stating that if he finds out who has been spreading these rumours, he will skin them alive. The PM claims he couldn't possibly be insane because he has someone specifically hired to teach him empathy. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese has officially been declared as the winner of the inevitable Liberal Party leadership spill. While many have expressed surprise that the opposition leader could declare victory in a spill he's not even a part of, insiders have explained that the decision came after realising he was the least unpopular option and his policies already fit quite well with where the Liberal Party wants to go. Health experts are warning of a mass amnesia outbreak in Canberra as politicians around the Capital Territory are forgetting everything from the cost of everyday groceries to what texts they are sending about their bosses. Doctors warn that continued outbreaks could result in the entire nation forgetting who the Prime Minister is, which might cause another wave of leadership spills. That's the latest news cooked up by our Chaser Headline AI. I am Rebecca De Unamuno. Oop. Now, we had a very special anniversary over the weekend. Oh, congratulations, Dom. No, oh. not me. We all oh. did. We all did. You know the one. Oh. I, I did. We, I, what was yours, Alexa? No, no, I'm asking. You, did. Uh, you, no, you included did. me in this. and I, I cannot that. believe you don't know what I'm talking about. It has been, on Sunday, it became 70 years since Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II ascended to the throne. That oh went, my god! That How went by we so forget? fast. Yeah, I feel like just yesterday. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing too, because it means it's also the 70th anniversary of her of her father, King George VI, to death. So it's kind of like, mm. congratulations on your anniversary. <laughs> oh yeah, and that the way that it happened was that your your dad died. It's yeah, it's a genuinely a awkward thing. Yeah. That's the one downside to having a guaranteed hereditary like Wealth? job. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you're like, oh no. Yeah, no taxes, but dad's dead. Yeah. You know? I mean, I wonder if there's like this weird thing of, well, it's I'm absolutely gutted, but I am the queen now. I mean, a Charles has been. I'm just going to say, Charles has been waiting a very long time for this gig. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same way where you kind of go. Like, I imagine if you have like a wealthy parent, you kind of think, I don't want you to die, but when you do. I do have a list of things I am going to buy with the inheritance. You know, like we all do it, don't don't we? That's not just me, is it? So yeah, well, I think this is why um, the main celebration is going to be later in the year. I think it was in June or July when she actually, you know, had the coronation and did the whole thing. But I've got to say, congratulations. Mm. I mean, 70 years yeah. without at any point. Like she was in the same meetings with people pretty much that Prince Philip was. She didn't say a single racist gaffe. Like for Not seventy one. years. Not that we know of. Once she dies, maybe that's when it all comes out. But I mean, he he got in hundreds. He got in hundreds, of them. and she may have been thinking some of these things, but she never said it. That, that's know, well done. Like just, if she's like she's like a hundred years old and she's drunk every day, I can't <laughs> imagine that she's not doing racist things. But like not that. in public. She's never done it in public. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I guess, oh, yeah. Wasn't she told she became the queen and that her dad was dead while hunting animals in South Africa? Is that not the story? She was up a treehouse, actually. It was the best yeah. visit to a treehouse ever. It was, it's in, in South Kenya. Africa, though? Racist, in Kenya. obviously. 
But, I mean, in all, 70 years, she never once uh, did what Charles did and, and got busted saying she wanted to be her lover's tampon and crawl up inside. Oh. Never once. She never said anything like that in 70 years. Dom, She's, come on. I had completely forgotten that that had happened and now I feel sick. I mean, she's never, ever dressed as a Nazi. She's never been busted for being in a pub late. Well, they are all German. Yeah. Um, and she's never been busted naked in Vegas. Like, none of the things that Prince we Harry know got of. up to. Yeah. Do you think it'll all come out? There's still time. She's still got a bit of time to party. Do you know, yeah, I keep saying this. Now that she's a widow, you know, and the responsibility of being, like, a good wife, which I imagine is something she held in high regard, is, like, gone. Mm. And you know how, like, widows go through that thing? Widows. Single and speaking ready Speaking as mingle. a widow. <laughs> like, you know how, like, when, when older women lose their husbands, if, they, if their husbands die before them, they kind of go through that phase of, like, rediscovering things that they like to do outside of their relationship? I reckon there's still time for the queen to go nuts in Vegas. You think she's get, get going on Bumble? Yeah. yeah, she's a total quilf. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> but, I mean, have you guys watched The Crown? Because basically what The Crown... Oh, have the I? The Crown basically says that every other member of the royal family, like certainly mm-hmm. um, Philip mm-hmm. and Princess Margaret, who basically spent the whole 60s going to pretentious parties and yeah. getting it on with people. Like, yep. the Queen doesn't seem to have ever d- even gotten to do that. No, she wasn't allowed. It's sexist, well, I tell you. I don't you. think the other ones were... Well, doesn't matter. I mean, I have been vindicated with the crown for the different reason um, that it made me attracted to Prince Philip, which is just not something I ever wanted to have to admit. Like, I didn't want to ever see Prince Philip's demonstrated ass and be like, "Yeah, all right." Like, yeah, I yeah, never wanted that racist, in my life. But he's got yeah. sweet buns. Is that is that the way yeah. your mind is working? <laughs> the show fucks with me on so many levels. Like that level. The fact that Princess Margaret is somebody I reckon I could have a beer with when in reality I know Princess Margaret probably would have spat on me. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's just an upsetting, I don't, I don't want to humanise the royals, you know? Yeah. They're royal. When she can do whatever she wants, she has all the power in the world mm. and she's never once in 70 years appeared in a photo with an underage girl and a convicted paedophile. I mean, well done, that Your Majesty. we know of. <laughs> Um, but I, I guess the other thing is, and, and four members of the royal family were guilty of this. She was never part of the TV series, It's a Royal Knockout. What? Have you not heard of It's a Royal Knockout? Knockout? No. Uh, do they box? Do they fight? Yeah. In the 80s, there was this awful yet awesome TV show called It's a Knockout, where basically people conducted stupid games, like trying to get across a slippery pole over a swimming pool, hitting each other with giant... <laughs> pieces of foam it was kind of like ninja warrior but incredibly silly and at one point prince edward wanted to be a tv entrepreneur and he set up a production company and he did a thing called i think it was called the grand knockout tournament i researched this one as well it had in it him prince charles prince andrew and princess anne as the Say team no captains more. i think it's so insane that these families are so incestuous but they also don't have other friends they just like who do i have on my show i guess my family <laughs> do a segment on this i want audio grabs of prince charles like oh <laughs> like when he falls over. <laughs> i mean she did make a total hash of princess diana's death and potentially interfered inappropriately and got rid of a mm. democratically elected australian government yeah oh, but yeah. at least she wasn't friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Congratulations, Your Majesty. Well done. And you know what, Your Majesty? There's still time. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Super yachts, Alex. Uh, what mm-hmm. is a super yacht? Um, look, it, it escapes definition. It's this. It's this amazing floating theme park. Well, I'd hope it was floating yeah. if it's a yacht. I mean, I mean, are they like the supercars at in Gabby's hometown? They're basically driven very quickly. Wait, 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 you know what? You've brought it up once. Well, Let's not roast me again. <laughs> I mean, the only similarity is that they're both horrible for the environment, but super yachts take the cake. They okay. are polluting super yachts. <laughs> <laughs> it is like um, if you're Roman Abramovich or like um, James Packer or something, you have this stupidly oversized boat. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but there's a big issue. Um, mm-hmm. COVID was not very gentle to the super yacht industry. Because um, during COVID, um, super yachts were the marriage of the two most important things in COVID, right? You had enormous transfer of wealth, like Mm -hmm. rich people got so much money, yeah. but also you had this huge need to socially distance. So what ended up happening, everyone ran out and bought a super yacht. Um, Everyone. Well, yeah, everyone, everyone, I did. (laughs) Is that Um, where Charles is? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's floated ashore. So yeah, all these rich people buying up all the super yachts, spending all their time on private floating theme parks. Um, 887 super yachts were sold in 2021, which is, double the number it was before the pandemic. Crazy. Um, and now there aren't enough super yachts in the world. Uh, there were this huge backlog. Oh, We've bought no. too many. Um, and everyone's waiting heaps for their for their super yachts. And I thought, Why like, are we in this industry when we could be making super yachts? It sounds like we could just buy some shit old ferry and spray it with gold. That's great. What, what wigs me out about this, because like in my head I was like, okay, look, like you know, it's, it's kind of funny. There's a, there's a crisis of super yachts, but it's opened up this huge can of worms. And I think these ridiculous machines explain so much about the world economy. Yeah. Um, so right now, let's go to Rotterdam, right? There's this huge protest because Jeff Bezos – has just purchased a 127-metre-long super yacht. A cockboat! Yeah, this is the lo- your cockboat, yeah, <laughs> except this one just, just glides on the on the surface of the water. Like all good cocks. <laughs> it's the largest one. It's the largest yacht in I'm the world. I'm just imagining like two and a half Olympic pools in length. That is a stupidly long thing. Fucking crazy for one person to sail on. Um, it's, it's, it's the largest yacht in the world, and it's so insanely huge that they can't get it out of the port because there's a bridge in the way. <laughs> And the, the, the normal the normal bridges that open up for boats can't handle. It's the Suez Canal of super yachts. Exactly. I love that but, they didn't think this through. Like all that money and that it can't go under the bridge. Truly what, no sense. When you have that much money, you don't need to think it through. That's the thing because the government in Rotterdam just decided, okay, let's disassemble the, disassemble the bridge for the super yacht. And, um, Are you kidding me? It's a huge issue now. Like, there's a huge, there's this Facebook group um, in in Rotterdam. Three thousand eight hundred people have signed up to go and throw rotten eggs at the yacht as it comes through. Brilliant. Um, it's a really touchy subject because this bridge is like a super old bridge, and the last time it was taken down was when the Nazis invaded. Oh so, no! So now the second wave, they want to take it down for the Nazis again. Exactly. Why, why yes. can't Jeff Bezos just tie it to his stupid cock rocket and tow <gasps> yeah. it over the top of the bridge and then dump it back down again? That makes so much more you sense. You can't, sorry, double penetration. But yeah, the, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a real issue. Everyone's getting onto the super yachts. And then it got me thinking like, 
sure these people are rich, but like, where's the money coming from? Like, they're actually they're taking out loans mm. to get these boats, right? And that's caused a different crisis at a place called Credit Suisse, which is you know huge international investment bank. They've lent a billion dollars to rich people for super yachts, wow. and it's super super risky because right now interest rates are super low. And also Credit Suisse experienced 12 defaults on their yacht loans <laughs> very recently. <laughs> so, so what's going to happen is if the, if the economy turns, they're going to just own all these stupid boats that can't even get out of the <laughs> They water. can't go anywhere. They're just stuck behind bridges in, <laughs> in Rotterdam. It's a great float though. Like, but, but what they've done now is super, super safe. They're bundling all these fucked up yacht loans into derivatives <laughs> and selling it off to other investors. Oh, we, oh. Of, well, I mean, also when you think about it, Switzerland's a landlocked country. So what are talk, they going to do talk, with 12 super yachts? Repossess the talk, boats. Talk about offshore bank accounts. But, and it gets even funnier. So, so they're doing this super fucked up thing, having all these dodgy loans. Yeah, so it's the same the as the GFC, right? They're doing exactly. the exact same stupid thing as the GFC, except for an even more stupid product. Yeah, it's like people need houses, people don't need boats. But um, <laughs> but they had to they had to market this to investors. They'd be like, "Will you buy our shitty loans?" And um, in the process of doing that, they kind of revealed how these loans are done. So it's it's a super special section of the company which is linked to marketing. So the reason they give out these loans, right, is they've got these super rich principal investors who invest in the investment company, right? And the way they attract them is by giving them loans on their luxury toys. So it's not even like a loan to make money for the bank. It's a loan to be like enticing people with money to spend money in the bank. Oh, oh. my God. And it's it, it's so insane. Like, um, And um, they, they outline the factors that help them to decide whether the loan is appropriate. And one of the big variables is a change in personal situation, such as a divorce. So, Hello, Jeff Bezos. You find a billionaire who's divorced and like, perfect, I'll give you as much money as you want, <laughs> buy whatever you want. Traditionally, if someone with a midlife crisis and gets divorced, whatever, buys a sports car. Now mm. you buy a 125 metre long yacht. Well, what's, what's crazy about, I mean, even with a sports car, as unreasonable as that is, you can understand a billionaire buys it, gets in and drives it. With these things... You, Jeff Bezos doesn't drive these boats. He needs a crew. That's why super yachts get even crazier. Like all the people who work on them are like crazy exploited, right? And because they're moving through all these different like international waters through hundreds of different jurisdictions, the only labor laws that apply are the ones where the shipping company signs a contract with their Filipino workers. And that country is always Liberia. That's true. So, it is like, it, that, that's absolutely true. I've studied this in the past. And are you telling me, I won't, I won't let this stand on this podcast. You're not going to tell me that Jeff Bezos has imposed bad labor conditions on people who work for him. That I doesn't sound I like I'm him. walking out of here. I'm out. You, yeah. can't, you can't make me. And it's not like like there's always going to be a place to pee on those boats. That's true, actually. You just yeah. go off the side. side. <laughs> Look, as the logical figurehead of this company, I really think we need to think smaller because um, we're going to piss all our money away on a super yacht, right? Mm. What we need is a super dinghy. Okay, we got to start oh. small, build it up. So we <laughs> we pimp out a dinghy. Yeah. To like, yeah, I don't know how we pimp it. Maybe we put like a game of mouse trap on there or something. We give give people things. To, maybe like a little iPad screen, and we just we work our way up, right? We can't just jump into the super yachts. We got to have super dinghy, then super kayak, and then super canoe, super boat, You're super genius. yacht. Right, it's got to be a tiered system. You can't, you can't just jump into the big thing to make millions of dollars oh. for no reason. Wait, 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 wait. Credit Suisse just 
um, gave us a loan of a million dollars for our first super dinghy. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah. Super dinghy! Well, we've got to go make a super dinghy, but uh, this episode, our gear is from Rode Microphones and we're a part of the ACAST Creator Network. See you, Dom. But hang uh, on. The podcast is yours. We're going to go build a super dinghy. Where's the crew going to sleep? Oh, that's right. We don't care. No. <laughs> not my problem. Super dinghy. Super dinghy. Super dinghy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.